Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Osha. Let's start episode 103 of Ask Vidas and Osha podcast. Today's question was sent by Victoria. And she wants to know if fingering is important in improvisation. Uh, that's that's a question that she sent me uh, after hearing my live streaming uh, on Facebook when I improvised for two parts. I think note against note, some of the Genevan Psalms settings, uh, like like a counterpoint exercise. Uh, that was sometimes the tune was in the soprano and sometimes was in the bass. So she probably thought she might try it at home, this kind of approach. But first, of course, she wanted to figure it out if she has to uh, choose the fingering wisely. What would you say, Osha? Well, yes, you always have to choose your fingering wisely, but... It's sort of not as easy when you are improvising things. But you could write a fingering for an original psalm. For the chant, for the tune. Yes, for the chant, yes, for mm-hmm. the psalm too. Exactly, when you have it, it's like a theme, right? The theme is given to you, you can notate the fingering ahead of time, and add one additional voice or two, three, four voices uh, in addition to the chant uh, for yourself at at the time you're playing, in improvisation, spontaneously. Uh, And as Osha says, it's difficult to to do this with perfect fingering if you don't have experience. That's true. But in my case, for example, it wasn't difficult because I used some basic principles, right? What um, I avoided using thumbs on on the sharp keys. I avoided uh, finger substitution, finger glissandos, and that's about it. I think All those three principles led me to create even a nice articulated legato because the style, of course, was uh, early style. Did you have to think about fingering while improvising these psalms or not? Uh, that's a great question because I, I had to think about other things. If you have to think about fingering when you improvise, of course, uh, you are doing something wrong. Because in improvisation, fingering has to come naturally. Uh, it's, it's a byproduct, right? You play your music and you figure out your your how how the music will go the flow of the music ahead of time or when you're playing but your fingering principles should be set in basically in your mind well ahead of time with your practice so victoria is of course um, a long way to go in this and she needs to work on many many pieces of organ repertoire first uh, to get familiar with this foundation of fingering and even pedaling too if, if she wants to play with pedals yes i couldn't agree more you know you build up your technique while you are learning organ repertoire 
and then later on you can apply the, so the same things, the same rules to your improvisations. Some people also like exercises like scales and arpeggios with hands and feet and chords. That's also part of any musical composition and they basically isolate specific technical ideas into one exercise and some people like to practice that too and it gives good results some people don't because they are bored with mechanical stuff so they jump into music right away but there is a danger to to strain your hands because your hands will be cold at first you have to warm up so what i like to do is to warm up with improvisation uh, slowly at first and gently, maybe for for a few minutes, maybe for 10-15 minutes, whatever I, I like to do. And then uh, I uh, continue practicing repertoire uh, with, of course, correct fingering. Yes, so correct fingering is definitely important, but... Don't try to learn the correct fingering while improvising. You have to do it with your repertoire. Maybe just keep the basic principles in mind, right? Yes. If you know the style uh, that you will be improvising in, let's say, uh, Baroque style, right? You know the basic principles which help you to achieve the desired articulate legato. And the three principles we adhere here to is simply avoid the thumb on the sharp keys, avoid uh, using finger substitution, and avoid using uh, finger glissandos because that that leads to what to legato articulation. If you are improvising uh, uh, in in romantic style or modern style, what kind of fingering could you use, Osha? Then, of course, you have to do all that things that you would be avoiding in the Baroque music. Glissandos, finger substitutions, you know, play as much legato as possible, especially if it's romantic style. So, uh, first of all, you're free to use the thumb on the yes, sharp keys. definitely. Uh, but it's not that convenient. It's not that comfortable to but do. But you cannot avoid that. Uh, if your key or the mode has many sharps or flats you then you are stuck with with your with sort of modern fingering um, can you avoid finger substitutions and glissandos in modern music too sometimes mm, well very rarely usually you have to substitute oh because why because of course uh, the texture is thicker. Yes, mm. yes. But if you are improvising in two parts, I, I'm not sure if 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 there are a lot of romantic pieces for two parts. That's that's a little bit different yes. style, right? Usually you have thicker texture, more chords. At least three parts. Yes, and that you have to play legato. So whenever one hand plays two voices or even more voices you have to almost always use finger substitutions and glissandos but in three part texture if your right hand let's say plays just one solo line you can get away without finger substitutions and glissandos right Uh, basically don't use finger substitutions and glissandos 
as a crutch uh, instead of a right fingering because sometimes people don't even bother to think about the fingering and they use all kinds of uh, basically incorrect versions uh, accidental fingerings right this is not healthy don't you think yes that's right why well uh, i think i mentioned this thing before that if you are playing with accidental fingering it means that you are playing the, the same thing over and over again with a different fingering so you will never get comfortable with that piece or your process of learning will be very slow true uh, so figure out the fingering ahead of time write it down especially the difficult spots and uh, that's why we also like to help you uh, practice with correct fingering by providing you our choices uh, fingered and pedaled scores uh, that's why they are so helpful for people and so basically uh, in modern music uh, you can get away uh, with without finger substitutions and glissandos only when the texture is rather thin so in in two-part texture in modern music there are some bisiniums right you can do uh, well with simple fingering right but then if you have chords and progressions when two voices are playing with one hand it's another story you have to do all kinds of things but uh, but prepared in advanced things right ocean yes that's right so, uh, for example, next time uh, we will be playing recital only of the Baroque music, right? Yes. So we will not use any of the uh, finger substitutions and and glissandos in November recital. Or, or are you well, using? Well, I'm playing. In... I'm playing Mendelssohn. So... Oh, you're playing Mendelssohn. Are you using finger substitutions there? All the time. Right. It's too thick. Yes. It's it's different story. So yes, we are also applying our own tips in our practice. You see, guys, and and whenever we play baroque music, which of course we do this regularly, uh, we avoid uh, finger substitutions and glissandos. And when improvising, also keep the same finger principles in mind too. Yes. Thanks, guys. Uh, please send us more of your questions. We love helping you grow. This was Vidas. And Osha. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen. <laughs>